came here for some music. It kind of happened really organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker. Well, I remember about 20 years ago, I was on a Rush uh, fan site. I think it was a billboard, and people were looking at photos, and there was a photo, and you could see that uh, Getty was using a teleprompter to remind him of the lyrics. And I thought, well, I don't know why everybody hasn't used it since the beginning of the technology of teleprompters. Can you imagine everything Getty's doing on stage and then trying to remember all those lyrics? It's amazing. And Paul McCartney, add him to the list of guys who says, yep, I use one. He says because sometimes he found himself on autopilot while he performed Beatles classics. He said while some veteran artists rely on the technology to deal with memory issues, he had a problem with playing tracks written over 50 years ago and that his mind wandered while he sang. He said sometimes I'll be doing a song like Eleanor Rigby or something and I'm on autopilot. I'm starting to think, oh, what am I going to have for dinner? Maybe you won't have soup. Maybe you'll just go for the main course. Then I'll go, stop, I'm singing Eleanor Rigby. He says I've separated myself not only from Paul and fame, but a couple of bits in my head are going in different places. Sometimes that breaks down, I forget the song, so I do have a teleprompter. Now, some artists not down with that. Bruce Dickinson criticized artists. He said, quote, I never realized that people were using auto cues. What's that all about? People pay good money and you can't even remember the sodding words. Earlier this year, Alice Cooper said he wanted to ask Bob Dylan about the suggestion or the rumor that he doesn't use a teleprompter. Dylan's got over 400 songs. And Alice said, if he's not using a teleprompter, it's one of the most amazing memories of all time. He said he'd be lost without his own. And Ozzy admitted years ago that having the lyrics running on monitors didn't always prevent things from going wrong anyway, which tells you how much they're needed sometimes. He said, all these bands take it all too serious. We're up there having a laugh. you got to have more fun. I've got a teleprompter, and I, I still sing the wrong words sometimes. Tommy Lee spoke in a recent interview with Apple Music about how the rise of grunge in the early 1990s forced most hard rock bands off the radio and MTV, and album and tour sales plummeted. He was asked what his thoughts were about Nirvana and the other grunge bands when they emerged, and maybe not surprisingly, given Tommy's continuing embrace of new styles of music, here's what he had to say. I welcomed that with in the biggest open arms on the planet. I was like, yes, somebody's stirring it up because if i hear another fucking, a song that sounds like i don't know i was just us i was like you know there was so many bands that were sounding like everything just sounding the same and i love it when someone throws a fucking grenade into the mix and goes no we're going this way and dude i love that and then you know then sound garden and then it just kept going didn't go so well for John Karabi in his stint in Motley Crue. He told Newsday in 2014 that the album he sang on was a commercial disappointment because the scene had changed. He said everybody was listening to Alice in Chains and Soundgarden. He said at that point we were considered passe. He said that 1994 tour was a nightmare. We weren't selling tickets. It was just horrible. One of the best shows I ever saw here in Winnipeg was at the Playhouse, probably 1981, I gotta say. And it was the second time I'd seen Saga after seeing them in 1979 opening for Rush. And Saga is going to release a new studio album called Symmetry in March. 
They went on tour last spring, and then they went straight into the home studios. As a result, the album is full of acoustic originals. Now, these are past Saga originals done in a different way, and they say it's a unique listening experience. The possibility to explore and discover Saga classics like Wind Em Up, Say Goodbye to Hollywood, Tired World once more in a completely new way. Ian Crichton said about the album, quote, after opening for ourselves on our 2017 European tour acoustically, the decision to record an acoustic record was born. This is different saga, everybody. We invited from Ontario Shane Cook on fiddle, Stephanie Secchi, Beth Silver on cello to accompany us on our offside interpretation of music we've played for years. We had a lot of fun doing it. Acoustic saga? It's like construction work for an electric guitar player. The band has released a teaser. It's a clip of its tune, Tired World. A sleeping world, just waiting. Tired world. Nice. Love Saga. Images of Twilight, fantastic album. Symmetry is the name of the album. It'll be available as a CD jewel case, a 2LP gatefold, and as a digital download. Once again, release date set now for March 12th, 2021. That is the Classic Rock Files.